1: Petrina Fava. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, Messy Adventures in Living is a place and a space where you get invited into choosing greater. Actually, you get invited into just choosing um, anything and then seeing what shows up. Instead of waiting for to have all of the awareness first and all of your um, lights being green and all of your ducks being in a row before you choose. So we talk about all kinds of topics here on Messy Adventures in Living. Um often I challenge uh I challenge many of the points of view that we hold strongly to in our lives things that we've learned as ultimate truths, things we've never questioned before. I like to question those kinds of things. So that's what we do on Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina. I um I am your host and I play in a variety of different ways in my life. I'm a mom of three, I'm a pediatric nurse, I'm an author, I'm um, an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator, and um, I am a creator of body products. I like to do all kinds of things. So, what are we talking about today? Um, today, our topic is called, our show is called Beautiful Suffering. Beautiful Suffering. Uh, so, are you, are you more beautiful if you're broken? Many of us seem to be applying the Japanese art of kinstugi to our lives. What happens if you are never broken and never repaired with gold? Are you less wise if you're simply untouched by adversity? Less courageous if you've never faced unimaginable fear? What could we create in the world that is beautiful without suffering can you have wisdom and courage alongside a life filled with ease and joy so a while ago i i um just stumbled upon this some information about this japanese art or or philosophy of kintsugi i i think that's how you say it and i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing it incorrectly but i'm pretty sure that's correct kintsugi um And in case you don't know what this is, uh, it is, um, it's a Japanese art form and that I think means golden repair. Uh, and, uh, it's a tradition whereby the Japanese repair broken, um, broken pieces, broken pottery, I guess, uh, with gold, silver to make the lines of breakage more beautiful so to beautify something that's broken and 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 you know hold on to something valuable and beautify it by repairing it with gold Uh and i think along with the art comes some philosophy um of embracing your flaws or embracing being imperfect and looking at imperfections as beautiful. And this is great. Uh, But when I read about it, I actually first saw an image of a piece of pottery that was uh, painted, the, the cracks in the pottery painted with beautiful gold. And when I read about what it was, something very interesting kind of popped up for me and that is where are we where are we breaking ourselves on purpose so that we can be beautiful right like would you break a piece of pottery on purpose so that you could have it painted with gold if you if this is so valued so I'm not I'm not diminishing this beautiful art or this tradition at all. And of course, the, I love the idea of embracing your flaws, embracing imperfections and, and, and um, you know, not considering anything that's not perfect to be ugly. So I'm not, I'm, I, I think that's great. But the first thing that popped into my awareness when I read it was, wow, how many places do we break ourselves so that we can be repaired with gold? And so that we can be considered beautiful, so you know again, I like to challenge points of view that we have, and often when you hold on to a belief very strongly, it starts to control your life, and it starts to drive your life to places that perhaps you may not otherwise choose to go. Um, so what is this what is coming up for you around this when you hear? What is what is beautiful suffering to you? What comes up for you when you think about beautiful suffering? Um, The first thing that I think of when I think about beautiful suffering is religion. Uh, I grew up Catholic, and I know that this idea is not exclusive to Catholicism, but um, you know. There are so many places in religion where suffering is glorified, and suffering means that you will be with God. You are more likely to be with God if you suffer. Um, We talk often about the suffering of Jesus, um, his passion, the suffering of him on the cross, uh, and interesting that correlation of the word passion and suffering, by the way. the idea that suffering, uh, results in perseverance and develops character. So many points of view about suffering and so much of it, so much of it is rooted in religion. And so what, what gets created then if we believe strongly that suffering is valuable? Where are all the places that you are unwilling to let go of your suffering even though you say you would like to embrace joy, you would like to have more fun, you would like to have more money, you would like to have more ease in your life. So, if if by any chance you are struggling with the with the desire to have more, or the desire to have ease, and yet you can't seem to choose it, you might want to ask yourself where you have. Um, latched on to the idea that of beautiful suffering and that suffering brings salvation or suffering brings wisdom or what else does suffering bring for you? So, what does suffering give you? What do you love about suffering? What does suffering give to you? Um, I, I also started to wonder about what is the difference between suffering and being uncomfortable? Um, because I often look at all of the places where we avoid discomfort. And I think I may have talked about this on the radio before, um, where we, try so hard to keep ourselves comfortable that we uh, never stray outside our comfort zone. And so I've been asking myself, what's the difference then between suffering and being uncomfortable and welcoming discomfort? And, you know, discomfort often can... If we embrace it, if we have allowance for it, if we don't judge it, discomfort can often be a place where we can change things in our lives if we, if we can receive it, right? So is that different from the belief that suffering builds character, Right, so there's a commonly held belief that suffering builds character, and that suffering builds wisdom. Um, uh, pay, there's a qu- uh, interesting quote that I I read that says pain and suffering are the soil of strength and courage. And so, if we're going to challenge that point of view, then my question to myself is how has been recently is. How is suffering as a means to gaining strength and courage, how is that different from being an allowance of discomfort and, and receiving that discomfort as a vehicle for change? How is it different? What do you get? What, what is that for you? So, for me, what I think the difference is, is that suffering has very much an energy of victim attached to it, right? You're at the effect of whatever is imposing on you. You're suffer- so what are you suffering? You know, what, what, what is you, what is you, what are you, what are you as the victim suffering under? So there's this energy of you as the victim and the thing that you are suffering as the power holder. Okay, so <laughs> let's clear some of that energy. So we're going to use something called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It's a collection of words that does have uh, an explanation, but we're not going to get into it. So, um, everywhere, so everywhere you have bought Everywhere you have believed, no. Everywhere you have bought the lie, everywhere you have bought, there's something else. It's more than a lie. It's almost like an abuse of power. Everywhere you have bought the abuse of power, that suffering inflicts on you, the victim. Okay. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, really interesting energy there. Um, when I went to say everywhere you bought the lie, I feel like like who... So what? in what lifetime was the lie of suffering created as a manipulation? In what lifetime was the lie of suffering created at a, as a means to control? <laughs> okay. And everything that is, and everywhere you are a part of that, will you destroy and uncreate and revoke, can't rescind, reclaim, renounce, renounce, destroy, and create at all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Weird energy there, eh? So wondering where religion ties in here. So religion, suffering, and using this glorification of suffering as a means to control. There it is. That's what. That's what it is. So how many? How often was? The idea or the imposed belief that suffering is beautiful and that suffering will get you closer to God used as a means to control and manipulate you so that others could get what they want. And everywhere that's still holding you captive will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow, that's intense for the first 15 minutes of the shelf. <laughs> so let's take a break. <laughs> You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina Fava. And today our topic is beautiful suffering. We will be right back.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice what if the opposite is true what if it's choice that creates awareness are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed listen for messy adventures in living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina fava every monday at 11 a.m eastern standard time 10 central 9 mountain and 8 pacific of the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com how much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices
2: BeingUclass.com. You
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures and Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures.
1: Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we're talking about beautiful suffering. Um Just before we went to break, we just cut right to the chase and got to some really intense energy on this topic. Um Yeah, so... Yeah, just a little intense. Okay. So before we went to break, we were talking about suffering and, um, actually we were talking about kintsugi, and, which is a Japanese art form whereby you take some broken piece of pottery and replace it with, uh, sorry, and, um, when you repair it, sorry, repair it, put it back together and repair it with gold and silver and other beautiful, um, valuable things to make it more beautiful and the idea is that it's more it's more beautiful when it's broken because now it's been repaired with gold and so where are all something is more beautiful if it's broken and so your yeah where are all the places that you believe something is more beautiful if it's broken and what is showing up in your life with that belief in place. See, it's actually not a heavy energy. Interesting when I talk about it initially, like the idea of beautifying something with gold, right? So for me, when I perceive this energy, the energy is actually kind of beautiful, repairing something with gold. It seems it's almost like a tenderness, like a tender energy, um, repairing something with gold. But there's something else that's kind of twisted about this. And it just often has me wondering if we believe this strongly, do we actually go around looking for opportunities to break ourselves or to suffer so that we will be seen as more beautiful? There you go. There we go. So, you know, I don't know about Japanese culture, but I wonder if this also transfers to physical suffering. So, you know, is a woman more beautiful if she has suffered? There's something there. There's something about beauty and suffering Um and it just has me wondering what this is creating in our lives. So, what are some other points of view that we have about uh the beauty of suffering? Um that so, you know, suffering is a great teacher, that you can find meaning in suffering. Um, there's also a pretty pervasive point of view that suffering tends to bring out the best in people. And this is interesting because I was something was um on the news, so uh there's been a I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but there's been a um, a pretty intense hurricane in Texas the last few weeks. And I was reading, I was watching television and I was watching all of these stories about people who are extending themselves to others and somebody got on a, you know, people getting on boats and going to rescue people and and stuff like that. And it had me looking at, because people will say, oh, like, in adversity, the best of people comes out in adversity. And it had me thinking about a similar thing with suffering. It's like, what is it about suffering that brings out some kind of tenderness in people? So I had some awareness about vulnerability So, you know, an old lady trapped in her home, you know, surrounded by flooded waters. All of a sudden, there's a level of vulnerability and people's walls start to drop. Uh, Right in times of adversity, there's something about vulnerability. So there's some vulnerability, people's walls start to come down, which happens when you're willing to be vulnerable. And so, you know, does the event, does a catastrophic event, for example, almost force you to drop your barriers? Or do you feel that it's okay to lower your barriers and be seen as vulnerable in that instance? And then does that allow you to receive? But there's something else. There's, there's also the assumption that vulnerability is associated with suffering um or loss, or something like that. Uh, I always think about a time when my grandmother was in the hospital shortly before she died. She had had a, uh, a heart attack and was having some congestive heart failure and was not able to move around in bed, and so we had to help her with all her activities of daily living, and so there was an intense level of vulnerability that, that, you know, she was experiencing. And it was, it was very beautiful. It was very beautiful. And I think about that often. And I think about what is the reason that we associate vulnerability with suffering only? So I'm questioning, can there also be vulnerability in joy? Why do we think that vulnerability can only be present with suffering? Beauty can only be present with suffering. What is our unwillingness to see vulnerability in joy? Does it require a certain level of vulnerability to be joyful? In this reality, it does, because it's not normal. (laughs) Right? It's not really normal to be joyful. So does it require a certain level of vulnerability? Do you need to lower your barriers to be truly joyful? If you think about kids and how easy easily they express joy and how few walls they often have up compared to adults, not always, but sometimes most of the time. So everywhere we have decided that we can only be vulnerable in suffering or everywhere if we decide, everywhere we have decided that suffering brings out vulnerability or is the greatest expression of vulnerability. Can we destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot-a-pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And again, if you haven't heard that before, the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, you can check it out. It has its own website, theclearingstatement.com. It's really about getting at the energy of what comes up when we're talking and looking at all the places that it's been created, all the places that it's destroying our lives, and um, getting rid of all of that. So again, accessconsciousness.com. It's a tool in Access Consciousness, and you can find information about the Clearing Statement at theclearingstatement.com. Okay, so would you be willing to allow yourself to be vulnerable and beautiful also in joy and not only in suffering? And everything that doesn't allow that, way, well, you just run a cradle? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot pun and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Um Also, I was looking at um, repair and the idea of repairing something and what that means and why do we want to repair something like when something breaks, why do we want to repair? it? So maybe it's, you know, um, an item that's very special and we are not willing to let it go. And so we repair it. But what is repairing exactly? Right. So I was like, what are other words for repair? Um, and I got restore. And restoring is restoring is a bringing or putting together, putting back together of the way it was, right? So when we repair something, we're attempting to put it back together in the same way that it was before. And so this has me wondering, what are we... What change are we unwilling to have when we are always attempting to repair ourselves? And it's interesting with gold. So, the if the idea is that the gold makes the piece of pottery greater, um, but when something breaks, we're not allowing it to change into something else, right? The idea of restoring is that we take something and we're always trying to keep it the same. So where in your life are you constantly trying to repair your life and restore your life to the way it was and what is the value of that? Uh, like are you Are you asking for change? But are you asking for change, but fixing the cracks with gold? Do you know what I mean? So you're asking for change, but what you're doing is painting, putting things back together and adding gold on it so that it looks prettier. So everything that is, everywhere you're asking for change, but instead putting the pieces back together after they get undone, right? So you're asking for change, change shows up, things break apart in in an attempt to turn into something else, and you go and pick up all the pieces and try to put them back together and paint them with gold to make them more beautiful. And then you're wondering why things are not changing. So everything that is, and everywhere you're doing that, everywhere you are attempting to make something look prettier and put by, and just putting the same thing back together all the time instead of allowing things to change into true, truly greater, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. (laughs) So what else? What else is coming up for you around um, suffering and change and repair? So what, what could we choose instead? What could we choose instead of being a victim to suffering? What would it be like to choose our lives instead of being at the effect of our lives? Okay, I'm going to leave you with that question. We're going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living, and today our topic is beautiful suffering. We'll be right back.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed listen for messy adventures in living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina fava every monday at 11 a.m eastern standard time 10 central 9 mountain and 8 pacific of the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com how much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures.
1: Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Patrina Fava. Thank you for being here. Um, by the way, you can check out more about me at patrinafava.com and also at NaturallyHappyBody.com. I have lots of fun creating my own line of body products, um, lotions, soaps, um, all kinds of things, bath bombs, clays, cool stuff. I really like it. It's super fun. Uh, And if you would like to know more about those products, you can check out naturallyhappybody.com. If you are interested in finding out more about the services I provide as an Access Consciousness Bars and Body Process Facilitator, you can find out more at patrinafava.com as well. Okay, so before we went to break, we were talking about beautiful suffering and all the crazy places that we... um, Value suffering and value repairing and repairing things with gold, and we were just left off kind of talking about um the idea that repairing and restoring uh it is is an unwillingness to allow things to change shape or change state. The idea that something is so beautiful and so precious. That we shouldn't allow it to change. We want it to stay the same all the time. And so we repair it and, um, and instead of considering it broken and ugly with the cracks in it, we paint it with gold. And it's just really bringing so much awareness to me about, um, the unwillingness to allow things to change form and the unkindness really, that we perpetuate on ourselves and on others and on the world by always trying to keep things the same. Um, You know, sometimes change doesn't look pretty. You know, what is the value of always painting gold on the cracks? What's wrong with looking at the crack for what it is and seeing it for what it is? Like, what, what could be, what more, could we receive if we would be willing to look at the cracks and look at the pieces and look at the change and start asking some questions about what actually can, what is actually the greater possibility Um, instead of trying to make it beautiful by painting it with gold? Do you get the energy of that? It's kind of like a, like a there, there, it's fine, it's fine. We're going to paint it with gold. We're going to make it more beautiful. And yes, it's great to embrace your flaws and not have to be um, embarrassed about flaws or imperfections. But that's not it. There's something else. There's a different energy here. It's an energy of let's just put it back together and let's uh, paint over it by making it look more beautiful. But what if the breaking was beautiful? Like, what if the broken pieces are more beautiful than the whole piece? Because the broken pieces are the change, right? What if the broken pieces are the pathway to something greater? So, all of the all of the change that you've been asking for that's showing up as broken pieces that you're not receiving that you asked for and that you're trying to scramble to put back together and then cover up by making it pretty when actually it's the breaking that is the most beautiful. Can you, Will you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, get a bad, pot of pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, I came across a uh i came across well I was thinking about religion actually let's let's go there first I know I'm jumping all over the place <laughs> um i was just when we were at break i was I was looking at this thing about religion and um we were clearing a bunch of energy on the use of the belief that suffering is beautiful as a way of controlling people or perpetuating abuse. Oh, I don't think I said abuse until right now, but that's the word that just came out. Um, Perpetuating abuse. So making people believe that suffering is beautiful so that then abuse can be perpetuated. Okay, let's clear that. So everything that is, every, anywhere you participated in that, anywhere you were at the effect of it, anywhere you were the abused, anywhere in any lifetime you were the abuser, um, everywhere you created or participated in the perpetuation of the idea that suffering is beautiful and that suffering will bring you closer to God, when you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine shorts, points and mouths. But there's also this word righteousness keeps coming up. And there's something about suffering and being righteous, so you know what have you what are you holding like what righteous- righteousness are you holding over people with your suffering there that's what it is <laughs> what righteousness are you holding over people with your suffering? I see this actually a lot. Okay, so and everything that is, <laughs> everywhere you're doing that, um, will you destroy and create it all and choose something different? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, then you get to be right because you've suffered to have your rightness. Exactly. And just ch- checking out the chat room. Um, yeah, it's like I can say it because I've suffered it. I have proof, right? So there's something about proof with suffering as well. And scars, Oh and scars, like displaying your scars as proof of your suffering, as proof of your righteousness. Because there is a very pervasive point of view that you can't be wise unless you've suffered it. You can't speak about something unless you've experienced it. Um, You know, you can't be courageous if you've had an easy life, right? So there's very much a demeaning of an ease-filled life because the idea is that if your life is filled with ease, then you don't know anything important. So everywhere you bought the idea that nothing valuable comes from ease. There's something else. There's something else. Everywhere you bought the idea that you cannot grow from ease, you cannot become greater from ease. You cannot develop your soul. You cannot develop your spirit. You cannot develop your spiritual path if you have a life of ease. Everywhere you bought that shit, <laughs> everywhere you bought that crap, were you destroying and creating it all? Right, wrong, goodbye, potpuck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. All of the teachers, of all the great teachers, no one had a life of ease. Jesus didn't. Right? I mean, many of the saints in Catholicism had physical sufferings. And they are the greatest souls. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe how much charges on this. Okay, uh, what is that? All of okay, everything that is everywhere. There's something about the souls and the spirits, and everywhere you, all the lifetimes you have. Oh, here it is. All of the lifetimes that you have spent suffering in order to uh, gain spiritual enlightenment, that's not it, something else. All of the lifetimes you have spent suffering in order to gain heaven, in order to gain favor with God, in order to gain that special end result, the light, the 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 glorification of God. Every lifetime you spent suffering in order to win the favor of God. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, You destroyed and created all that. <laughs> right around, getting bad pot and pothole, and I'm more than me Oh, my God. Probably I've never did that. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, so suffering, as suffering wins you favor with some deity. Absolutely. Yeah, am I pissed off because I didn't win it? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, vows of suffering and po- yeah, of course, and along with suffering comes poverty and chastity because those are all forms of suffering. So, all the- so what forms of suffering have you taken on? What sneaky forms of- of suffering have you taken on in your life? Poverty, uh, chastity, illness, um, you know, broken relationships, struggle, spiritual struggle, all of those, what are all of the sneaky ways that you have planted suffering in your life as a way to earn the favor of a deity, um, earn favor with God and become righteous so that you can prove to others how wonderful you are, how beautiful you are because you are broken and because you have suffered. And what other choice do you have now? And even more so, what change could it create for this planet, for the earth, for all of humanity if we dropped the need to suffer or the belief that suffering creates, that suffering creates, no, Suffering as a means to an end. What change could we create in our world if we dropped the belief that suffering is the road to peace, that suffering is the road to enlightenment, that suffering is the road to, you know, consciousness or expansion or... I want to say joy. That doesn't even make sense, but I'm going to say it. So everywhere we are... Everywhere we believe that suffering is the road to joy and everywhere we're waiting and we don't understand why we can't get there. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? We heard right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. This this topic is making me laugh. Um. W- everywhere we believe that suffering is the road to joy. Yeah, that is it, isn't it? isn't it? We're We have a goal. Um, we want to get to heaven. We want to have peace. and The only way we can get there is to suffer in this life. Ugh. Oh, my God. Everything that is, everywhere we bought that, everywhere we believe that for lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes. Are you ready to let it go and choose something different? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and all shorts, boys, and beyonds. Isn't that twisted and totally screwed up? Do we believe that suffering is the road to joy? So what if joy is the road to joy? <laughs> What if laughter is the road to joy? Because there, what if there's no road? What if there's just choice? Right? What if joy is the road to joy? Because there's no road, there's just choice. You can just choose it, and we're choosing suffering. So what if there are no journeys? What if there are no roads? What if there is only choice? If there's only choice, what are you choosing? Can you imagine all this time upon lifetime upon lifetime you've been choosing suffering to try to get to joy and then, you know, all of a sudden God says to you, hey, guess what? (laughs) You didn't have to choose suffering to get to joy because it's all about choice. There's no roads. There's no journeys. It's just choice. So you've been choosing suffering. So guess what? You're getting more of suffering when actually you could just could have just chose joy. Silly, (laughs) silly people. Okay. So let's take a break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about beautiful suffering today. We'll be back in a few minutes.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspireChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
2: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com.
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Patrina at patrinafava.com. Now, here’s Patrina with more messy adventures.
1: Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fava. Today's show, if you just happen to be jumping on in the middle, uh, is called Beautiful Suffering. And we have been looking at all kinds of things about suffering and repairing. Um, we started talking at the beginning of the show about the traditional Japanese art of kintsugi, whereby a broken piece of pottery is repaired with gold. And the idea... That something that's broken can become more beautiful. It's more beautiful. It becomes more beautiful when it's broken. And so that has me often wondering if we believe that something is more beautiful when it's broken. Will we unintentionally, you know, energetically, unconsciously look for places that we can break ourselves or, you know, create situations where we can be continuously broken so that we can be seen as beautiful as we are repaired. There is so much weird energy on that. Everywhere you have done that, um, everywhere you have looked for places to break yourself so that you can be seen as beautiful, can you stop that shit now? Can you choose something else? And can you destroy and uncreate everywhere that has been repeated lifetime after lifetime after lifetime? Right around wrong, good and bad, pot pock all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can Google it. Okay. What else? There was something else that I was thinking about over the course of the break. Um, yeah, me... Okay, so how can we change this, right? So let's look at how we can change this. There... Um, Okay, so it's the idea of finding meaning in our suffering, right? And in the belief that there is like um, Akisha just said in the chat room, there can be no joy without sorrow. So where are all the places that you're unwilling to have joy and unwilling to have ease? So you might want to look at all of the places where you're rejecting ease and you're rejecting joy. And ask yourself what do i love about suffering but also when we talked about we talked a little bit about this at the beginning of the show what is the difference between being a victim of suffering and being an allowance of discomfort so the suffering implies victimhood The you are at the effect of someone that's, that's perpetuating something on you, a situation that is putting you in a position of no choice, right? So suffering is about victimhood. It's about no choice. Absolutely suffering is about no choice. You have to believe that you don't have choice in order to suffer something because otherwise you wouldn't choose it, right? So suffering is about not having choice. Suffering is about being a victim, Looking at something that is uncomfortable is about looking at where something is changing. And so you are being pushed out of what's comfortable, what's the same. Being an allowance of discomfort is about being an allowance of change no matter what it looks like. So if something is coming up for you that is uncomfortable, instead of looking at yourself as a victim of suffering, you could ask yourself, what's right about this that I'm not getting? It's different than looking for meaning in suffering or um like or believing that suffering has a purpose or believing that suffering will get you more wisdom or will will m- will result in, a, in strength or character. Being an allowance of change is different than suffering in an attempt to be more wise or be more valuable because now you've experienced everything. What's right about this I'm not getting is a great question that you can ask yourself. So that you're not at the effect of anything that shows up in your life. And so that you don't put your walls up to anything that's uncomfortable. So embracing ease and asking for ease and embracing joy and being joy doesn't mean that everything is going to always be comfortable. And it doesn't mean that you need to avoid discomfort or put your walls up to discomfort. What's right about discomfort that you're not getting? And if you're asking what's right about this that I'm not getting, and then asking about choice, what, can I, what else can I choose? How can I respond instead of react? These are great questions because they take you out of victimhood and put you in a place of command. Yes, anything that's uncomfortable can lead to something greater. Absolutely. But you don't have to suffer it. You don't have to be a victim. Are you being a victim or are you in allowance of discomfort? Where have you never allowed yourself to have choice, to choose out of suffering? Here's your chance. Your chance to choose out of suffering is choice. So, you know, where can you acknowledge that you have choice in everything that shows up in your life? And what else can we choose? What possibilities are available to us now? What can we create with joy instead of suffering? Would you be willing to let go of your suffering and embrace joy to change the planet? Thank you so much for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I look forward to playing with you again next time. Get out there and start choosing and creating your life. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.